This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. <laughs> I'm Lindsay Weber. And we're both suffering from seasonal allergies <laughs> <laughs> on the hottest day of the year so far, which is thrilling, honestly. It's like so the we don't worst sound great, combination. But... Oh my God. It's the worst combination to not only suffer from allergies, but it's also just unforgivably hot all of a sudden. It's only May. Like three days ago, I was complaining about it being too cold in this city, and now it's 90 degrees. I know. It's like, it's the true, like, be careful what you wish for. I don't know whether I would have preferred it to be not like this. Yeah. I forgot what Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my like. God. We have to stop. We have to stop. We have to what? stop. We cannot start a podcast by talking about the weather. I just realized that this is a nightmare. But just. <laughs> No, I just like I really fucked up by talking about the weather at the beginning of a podcast. We don't. You well, are you going to use this now? Is this going to be? No, yeah, we got to use it. No, we got to use it. We just got to. You don't tell have to talk about people. the weather anymore. It's boring. Fine, like move on. That's what I'm saying. I just like felt I got like a shiver. I thought I something like, happened. I, I thought thinking? you like saw a ghost. <laughs> I thought like I thought like something no. happened outside. Corey only like, comes to me at night, not in the morning. Oh yikes! Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> oof. <laughs> So what'd you think of Troy Savant's new single about bottom? Why do I have to talk about that? I'd rather talk about Christina Aguilera's comeback single. Oh, it's really good. I like it. Did you like Celine Dion's comeback single as well? Comeback? More like... Mm, <laughs> more like a song from Dead, the movie Deadpool 2. I don't know what you would call that, but... It was a good song. Not a comeback. I liked it. It's not a good song. Stop. Mm, I liked it. It wasn't as, it was no Love Me Back to Life, but it was something. Bobby was watching the Celine Dion Deadpool music video, which is like extremely embarrassing, in which Celine Dion dances with Deadpool. And yeah. at the end, they have like banter. Like, it's like jokes, like Celine Dion doing jokes. And Bobby's like, this is genuinely funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's funny. The funniest thing about it is that they film it in Caesar's yeah, Palace. Yeah, she's not allowed to like, leave. Have you seen her contract? She can't leave. Yeah. She can't leave. So it's like, we have to go to Caesar's Palace to film this video for Deadpool 2. Are you kidding? It's great. Celine Dion's contract is like, you're not allowed to leave Vegas for like 45 years. Like, that's literally her yeah. contract. She's like, what's her name? And uh, who's the one? Who's the who's the wife who's chained up in the attic? The sick wife? What? God, the wife and like Jane Eyre who's in the attic. Sure. But it's like, she's in Caesar's Palace. What the hell is her name? Oh my God, we have to like get started. she lifted her, a long skirt and there was like a literal ball and chain like to her ankle. <laughs> no, there's, a, there's definitely an ankle monitor. She's allowed inside Caesar's Palace and her mansion and that's it. And you know, Renee has eyes everywhere. He knows if she leaves. <laughs> Renee, def- Renee definitely put his consciousness into some sort of advanced technology and he's that's watching true. her Renee's all the time. Renee's the first person to actualize the Black Mirror technology from that one episode. He's like some <laughs> stuffed animal that she carries like with her everywhere. Okay, <laughs> this is dark. Let's, let's move on. We need to do it again. Okay. Why? Well, it's too good. Yeah, this is... This is Deadpool 2, not Titanic. All right, you're at like an 11. We need to get you down to a five, five and a half tops. Just phone it in. Listen, this thing only goes to 11. So beat it, Spider-Man. <clears throat> Hello. Um, I, okay, I just want to preface this with saying I am in no way, shape, or form a Suits defender. I've never seen even a moment of Suits. But how dare you? <laughs> 
tune in to exclusively the last episode of Suits ever and complain about not knowing what's going on. Goodbye. First of all, (laughs) I've never heard anyone more unconvincingly deny being a huge Suits fan. (laughs) Look, I don't watch suits, sir. We know that we know that we can't prove it, and that by being a caller, we like you didn't video call us. But had you been on like FaceTime video, we would have seen your suits T-shirt, your Meghan Markle poster, your like closet filled with suits inspired by the suits in suits. Also, don't try to play with. We us. took time out of our very very busy schedules to watch a full episode of a show that we have never watched before for you for this podcast for you. and you call and you <sighs> complain about our thoughts about the last episode of Meghan Markle on suits how dare you how dare you <laughs> no you're right we're asking I can't believe this caller <laughs> he's right he's right caller. we should have watched 25,000 more episodes of suit excuse just because me, he's right me, who weekly is on hold because I have to catch up on suits the full entire show before we can record another episode of who weekly that's what you wanted well we can't offend the suits super fam so we have to watch yeah several dozen hours of programming hi Lindsay and Bobby this is Maggie um long time long time so it's 7 40 I'm walking to class this morning and I just really had to call in because I just listened to the caller you're doing amazing, sweetie. And um, so I'm a pharmacy doctoral candidate. And listen, I do research on pigmentosa, which is what our girl Bella Thorne has in Mod Sun. And let me tell you, this disease is extremely hooey. Like, no one knows what this disease is. I want to be a pharmacist. I interact with pharmacists all the time when I present my research on this disease, and no one knows what the hell it is. So I just thought that was really funny, and I had to tell you guys because I thought it was, you know, it's relevant. She's hooey. It's hooey. Also, no one calls it XD. Anyway. You guys never play my call, so you probably won't play this, but I just wanted you to know. Okay, good form, our girl, Bella Thorne. Bye. Our first ever call about xeroderma pigmentosum, which I appreciate. <laughs> which no one calls XP. No one calls it XP, so we won't because She's like, this, no one uh, talks about it, but no one calls it XP. <laughs> I like that she's like, I do my, I do literally all my research on it. Like, I'm paying for a, for a doctorate in xeroderma pigmentosum. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, true aspirational um, hooligan actions yeah. right here. Like, this is peak hooligan behavior. Getting a degree in something you don't understand. Make sure you don't go to this pharmacist with your XP, okay? Because she will not know how to solve it. She'll just tell you, oh, that's from that Bella Thorne movie. And no one has this disease. She's like, first of all, z- zero derma pigmentosum sufferer. Don't call it XP. Second of all, I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> no, this is a very interesting call. Because sometimes, well, maybe not very interesting, but okay. marginally okay, interesting. Okay, okay. Specifically because sometimes I, at least she wasn't saying it doesn't exist, you know? Yeah. Because I wasn't necessarily sold on this disease as actually existing, at least not in the form that was presented in the movie. I was like, oh, they they Hollywood they Hollywoodize the disease as they often do. But it's like, if it exists, whatever, it's just hooey. I guess not a lot of people have it. I mean, I guess right? it's just like, funny. Are we, what does that are mean? we saying that all rare diseases are hooey? I don't know about that. 
Maybe. I don't know about that. For the we we should explain what the actual disease is really, really Do quickly. This to. is from this is from a teen vogue story oh, on great, Zeroderma. Great, great, great. Zeroderma pigmentosum. Of, that's where you get your information about diseases. <clears throat> Children with rare, di- with the rare disease suffer from an inability to heal from UV damage to their skin. Many can develop sunburns after spending just a few minutes in the sun. Um, the condition causes vision impairment, blah, 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 abnormally dry skin, and an increased risk of skin cancer in childhood. It's terrible. Uh, so it's terrible, but apparently it's hooey and no one understands it. Mm, well, so. thank you for, to Bella Thorne know, for bringing luck- attention to the, to the disease. Yeah, and no thank you to the caller whose research has provided no helpful information on this disease. I, I don't want to be rude to this Let's caller, but on. it was very Let's funny. Let's move on. Okay. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I'm calling because I am sitting while well, driving in my car listening to the newest episode. Um, and I just had to call because I just have a problem and I just need to vent it out a little bit. So, Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child, I feel like she's a vent. Well, she's not a vent, but Michelle Williams, the actor, the actress, she's a who, right? I mean, maybe it's because I'm black, but like, well, how do I describe this? I mean, I didn't know who she was until like, maybe a couple years ago, and I still don't really know her face that well. I, I don't really, like, I couldn't name a movie she's been in. Um, so, yeah, that's just, I just had to get that out there. I disagree. Um, Michelle Williams, the singer, will mean more to me and a lot of people. Even if she is the worst member of Destiny's Child, she will mean a lot more to me then Michelle Williams actress ever will. Yeah, that's it. Okay, bye. The best part about this this is like your truth is that I totally, you're like Michelle Williams singer. Her legacy is way more valuable to me, but I know she's a who and I'm going to drag her mercilessly as I Mm. defend her, (laughs) which is like the real love that you have for her. Yeah, she really she really towed the line between defense and drag here um, in a way that was admirable. Yeah, I don't know, um, but I think it's I think Michelle Williams, I think white Michelle Williams' status as a who is arguable. I don't know because even you, when you were like, "Oh, she doesn't remember the iconic Manchester from the sea," and I was like, "You got the name of the movie wrong." Oh, I said season. that. <laughs> you, I was thinking of you said the wrong. I was name. thinking of Chicken of the Sea, and then I mixed it with Manchester by the Sea. It doesn't matter. She doesn't. She doesn't really have that many iconic roles apart from Dawson's Creek. Yeah, um, that's true. And uh, and you're right. She looks she looks like everyone. She's a uh, she's Michelle a she's a status actress. She's a she's not old enough to be like a prestige type actress that you would that uh-huh. you would like not really recognize, but is you know very beloved in the acting community. But she is on her way there, and she's picking roles that make her. She's not in blockbusters. I mean, actually, it's funny because she's in The Greatest Showman, which turned out to which be a blockbuster. Which was an accidental blockbuster. Right. So yeah. that's something. But she didn't stand out in that at all. And no one knew even she was in it. And now no one refers to her as being in it at all, if you notice. She's like fourth on that list of people in she's, it. Not even. The woman with the beard is higher up on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Keela Settle, right? That's her name? Anyways, let's Settle? not talk about Greatest Showman. I love calls like this because I feel like it's, you know, I who, like listening to them work at work through it. Yeah, who them the is who them is is a personal journey and a personal life mm-hmm. experience and 
uh, to you, Michelle Williams has a way longer legacy than Michelle Williams, and I respect that completely. And speaking of Michelle Williams and Chad Johnson, play the the last comment call because I lolled. Hi, so I'm listening to the podcast right now, and I just had to pause it because you kept talking about Chad Johnson, and you kept saying, not that Chad Johnson, the other Chad Johnson, and blah, blah, blah. So the whole time, I definitely thought you were talking about Chad Johnson of The Bachelor and was very interested in how he may have gotten with Michelle Williams. So I just want to say for the future that apparently there are now three Chad Johnsons, and you should be mindful of that. All right. Uh, good form. Bell's horn. I'm so sorry that we didn't recognize that there's not one, not two, but three Chad Johnsons. <laughs> She's referring to the Bachelor Chad Johnson, the one that um, – was on Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelor, the one that would, like, eat the food, like, eat the plate of food. Remember, everyone, like, was yeah. obsessed oh, with yeah. him eating the food plate. You even watched this, his journey. I watched that one, yeah. That's what I say. If I remember him, then, yeah. Well, it's also, he was it's also, like, funny, not funny, how, like, he just faded into the background of my mind. Like, I don't even think of him anymore. But he was, like, a yeah. thing for a while on that show. But, yeah, you're right. There are three Chad Johnsons. No, she is not dating that Chad Johnson either. Nor is she dating mm-hmm. Ocho Cinco. Chad Johnson, Chad Johnson's sounds like a name that someone would make up who was writing a movie about like high school because yes. it's like such a very like unique yes. it's like a bully name yes. it's like an un- it's just a bully name it's like when somebody in a movie makes up a name but they choose what's in front of them so they're like computer screen calendar or whatever that's in front of me right now <laughs> so like that's like the that's like the just name version of like doing that bit Dude. you know yeah <laughs> keyboard Dude. microphone you're like oh okay yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, like my like my my name that I made up would be like glass of water Siggy's yogurt. <laughs> wow, that's really good. <laughs> glass of water Siggy's yogurt. Great. You know, that's great. No, that's great. Nice. Is to she meet a you. who or a them? <laughs> okay. Next call. The actual the first question. I think right. This is our first. Yeah, question. we're done. Yes. We're done with comments. Let's move on. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. It's your good friend Kate. I'm calling because uh, I was poking around online today as I enjoy doing, and I realize that Kristen Cavallari has a new cookbook out. It's called True Roots, A Mindful Kitchen with More Than 100 Recipes Free of Gluten, Dairy, and Refined Sugar. Yummy. Um, Anyway, very upper alley, and I was like, oh, what are people saying about this? And Because I hadn't heard anything about it. And on Amazon, all all the reviews are so consistent like even the people that like it are complaining about how it's just full of modeling photos of her like there there are no there are no pictures of the food so like example my husband having no idea who she is was so confused when he flipped through the book and kept asking why i bought a cookbook with modeling photos in it uh here's another one I love Kristen and definitely bought this book because of her Instagram stories and how delicious everything looked, but I don't need a million pictures of her in the cookbook instead of actual food. Also, ceviche is spelled wrong. Come on. Uh, There's just like dozens and dozens of these. If you want a photo shoot of Kristen, this is your book. If you're actually interested in this book for food, you can probably find a better book. Returning it. (laughs) Brutal. Um, What else? Uh, Oh, one person um, actually posts an example of the photos in there and they are just like there's a photo of her just walking down the street and then there's another one of her standing next to a bowl of oranges uh which i guess is food but like not a dish um and if you want like i was sort of curious about like what is this food and she did a clip on gma about it and it all looks like semi-disgusting but um congrats to her 
anyway, thought you guys would dig these reviews. Please, um, please read through them. Uh, they're amazing. Disappointed in the lack of recipe pictures and do not love how many pictures there are of the author not cooking or with food. <laughs> okay. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kate, thank you so much. It's so good. Kate, this is like um, one of the best things. Kate, <laughs> Kate texted me about this a few days ago and was like, have you heard about... She was like, have you have you heard about Kristen Cavallari's new book, True Roots? And I was like, <laughs> And I was like, no. And she's like, well, all the re- all the reviews on Amazon are about how there's no pictures of food. It's just her. And I was like, okay. And I looked at Amazon and just started crying, laughing, reading all of them because it's not an exaggeration. And I was like, Kate, call in. Just call in right now. And she called in like immediately and left this message. Wait, that's like it's the funniest so thing ever. Funny. It's That's so funny. So this book, um, in case you <laughs> missed the, the full name. So the full name is True Roots, A Mindful Kitchen with More Than 100 Recipes Free of Gluten, Dairy, and Refined Sugar. So Does she ever one of the touch funniest the food about in it, any of the photos? Well, she's not touching the food in the cover, no. which is really funny. Well, that's funny. why she's I was like, laughing. Her hands are like way off. Her hands are like way away from right, those, like, like turnips. So I'm, I do not have this book, nor did I like pick it up for this. But like, you, if you go on Amazon, you can look inside the book. The cover has her not touching the food, but the food is near her. There's another photo of her sitting next to a thing of strawberries, not touching it. <laughs> then there's yes. a photo of her with her child. Then there's another photo. She's not in it of just avocado and other ingredients, but they're not like put together into food. They're just different <laughs> foods like different greens then there's a photo of her holding like it like a basket of like radishes and lettuce but she's not actually touching the food she's only touching the basket yeah yeah <laughs> and, and there's one of her holding no. um zucchini chips there's, but she's like not cooking them she's in a gigantic armchair there's a photo of her standing next to a bowl of freshly made guacamole but her hand is just posing like near the guacamole there's no like actual physical content contact between her and the guacamole there's a photo of her cutting maybe into onions but she hasn't actually made the cut the, the knife is just like floating above the onions uh so there are some more oh, I wish there I are some more really good reviews um that i pulled my favorite one that I forgot that Kate said in the call, but my favorite one is the one that ends with, also, ceviche is spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is that Kate was saying is that a lot of these reviews where they complain about the photos are still four and five star reviews because they love her. they're coming from her fans. They love so her. So it's like, I love her. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Like, Kristen Cavallari is an icon, queen, legend, but like, girl, put some photos of the food in here. So they're they're... They're helping her out with the star ratings, but they're being real in the actual copy. Um, here are a few more that I really like. Don't care for some of the photos of her. It's a cookbook. A little too much cleavage. And then <laughs> Okay, well, that's just, come on. This is rude. This is that's rude. rude. I mean, a lot of the reviews complain about the fact that a lot of the recipes have dairy in them, where dairy, it literally says there's no dairy in the title of this book. And so it's people being like, these recipes all have dairy in them. And it's like, does she know what dairy is? <laughs> this one says, I was so excited to receive this book, but for a book that boasts it's dairy-free, it seems like most of the recipes actually include dairy. <laughs> <laughs> also, where are the pictures of the food? It's more like a modeling portfolio spread. So disappointed. Two stars. You found one Two that stars. was really funny that just, it's five stars. And it says, absolutely love this cookbook. The photos, haha, not related to cooking, but so what? She's fly and I love her. <laughs> All right, so once pancakes start bubbling a little bit, mm-hmm. you can flip them. 
Okay. So, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Look, language. the power of television. <laughs> Love TV cooking. All right, All right. so there, I'm gonna play. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, fabulous. Baby. No, you're good. <laughs> there we go. Good. I feel like I'm watching a NASCAR race right now. <laughs> to be fair, like most cookbooks written by celebrities, like there is like a there you have to do a lot of filler in terms of like storytelling to like explain kind of why you mm -hmm. are the one sharing mm -hmm. the food. Like one of my favorite cookbooks, which I own and love is Chris Jenner's cookbook. What's it called? Like cooking with Chris. Cook Chris's kitchen. Or yeah, something? it's great. It features many recipes from her dear friends, like um, Nicole, Nicole Brown Simpson's nachos. Um, anyways, the point is, is that you have to tell these stories. Each each recipe needs like uh, one time I was, you know, uh, in the grocery store and I saw some onions and I thought I would love to make onion chips or whatever garbage you tell. Mm -hmm. And so that's a lot of it. But this is just so funny because it's taking it to the next level, which is like you're even like 14 steps more removed <clears throat> from the food where like you're not even really interacting with the content. Yeah concept of cooking anymore. But even even comparing it to some another another celebrity who like clearly has no uh formal culinary background, Chrissy Teigen yeah. released a cookbook, but like she and she and she even very openly worked with a professional chef on it. Like Chrissy didn't even play. These recipes are not hers. No, <laughs> like no. a, a chef and, came no. up with these. But there are photos of her like by her infinity pool sucking on a chicken wing <laughs> or like stop. playing with cheese like in her kitchen. Like it's she's she's interacting with food in the way you would when you cook it. You know, I don't really cook that much. She's interacting with food as much as like I interact with food. So, but it's also like she has a cute family so it's like oh she's feeding john mac and cheese you know like it's it's she's taking a bite of a fish sandwich and it's like oozing out <laughs> i don't know um there are ways to do this and it's really is indefensible of kristen cavallari to release a cookbook without more photos of the food i was so excited to receive this book but for a book that boasts that it's dairy-free. It seems like most of the recipes actually include dairy. Also, where are the pictures of the food? It's more like a modeling portfolio spread. So disappointed. They gave it two stars. The only thing I wish is that there were more pictures of the meals. Hopefully, Kristen will keep posting pictures on our social media of the meals so I will know what they are supposed to look like. <laughs> this person, Deb P, gave it one star. Yeah. And she wrote out five reasons why it got one five star. Five reasons. One, no nutritional information, which is... Truly shocking if, for if a book that's supposed to be about healthy eating. the whole point is like, be healthy, yeah. Number two, this is very funny. No one else calls this out. Number two, lack of detailed information on ingredients, i.e. oatmeal zucchini muffin cups, making your old almond milk. What a waste of almonds. Separates almost immediately after blending. Recipe calls for one large zucchini. Six inches, eight inches, ten. What? Grated? Yes. Liquid pressed out? What? Bananas? How large? I think you get the drift. Should be measured by waiter cups. And yes, the liquid should be pressed out of the zucchini. These muffins are gloppy. The recipe states that they will stay fresher one week in a slightly sealed container, but at three days, they started to mold. <laughs> so, <laughs> number three. If you are watching your carbs, this is not the cookbook for you. Number four. Definitely not for the cook who doesn't have access to ground duck, quail, Cornish hens, bison, sunchokes, etc. Would have been nice to suggest a substitute. Number five. Expanding on my photo shoot comment, have never seen a cookbook with so much cleavage. <laughs> no, no. Personally, wait, this is That's the best. Rude. Personally, I like I like to see the author cook in an apron or a chef's jacket in a photo showing the food prep, not sitting on a swing with one boob nearly falling out or standing in a driveway in her Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Tacky to say the least. So, okay, so you, you know, get all your marinade, your marinade all over <laughs> your chicken. Hello. And then it'll look like this. You want to put it in the refrigerator for at least four hours. I do it overnight. Oh, wow. Yeah, but overnight makes it that much better. That's okay, amazing. so then you're gonna take your skewers, which I've already put them on over here. 
You're gonna plop them on here. You make this look so easy. I right? know. This is easy. This is not hard. Anyone can make this. Trust and it's me. fun for young kids to eat something on a stick. It's easy and less mess, right? It's peanut for adults too. Do you always cook looking this fabulous? I always. <laughs> yes. Always. Yes. This is really, really, really funny. Thank you so much, Kate, for for bringing this to our attention. No, I love it. And I think I don't think we've ever gotten into like the reviews of an Amazon like Amazon reviews before. So I'm really happy that we like no, it's went great. there. It really is a bounty. Yeah. Hey, you weekly. I'm sure you've received a lot of calls about Sophia Hutchins, uh, Caitlyn Jenner's reported fiance, who's 21 years old. Uh, I'm sure you've also checked out her Instagram, but have you checked out her most recent follow? She only follows like 200 people, and most recently, that is Callista Gingrich, Newt Gingrich's wife, who goes by Callie on Instagram. And I've been laughing for like 10 minutes after discovering that. <laughs> Does anyone pay attention to Caitlyn Jenner anymore? Sorry. Rude? Am I, I rude? personally do not. I don't either. I personally do not. Um, she but really I find, like, and I, and fell I, off, didn't she? Absolutely. And I noticed I this. Chris. Well, I mean, she fell off after all of the Trump stuff. Of course. So. And then every, and then I think Chris also really, you know, Chris got her away. She was like, you're dead. You're dead to me. And then. Yeah. Chris gets what she wants. Mm. So, and I... And I've completely ignored the story about Sophia Hutchins. What do you mean? The, sto the story meaning she follows... A Gingrich's wife on oh, <laughs> no no the story meaning that they've been rumored to be dating for a really long time and now, like, like maybe months engaged? and months and months and months and I have not given a single shit yeah. and so yeah, yeah now either. the rumor is they're engaged and a wedding is imminent and no. they're going to be married you know uh like very soon no. at Caitlyn's house blah 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 it's not gonna happen no it's really funny it was like uh the Perez Hilton story about it was like they're gonna get married very soon at, at Caitlyn Jenner's house. We reached out to Caitlyn Jenner's rep, who said that it's not happening. <laughs> so don't buy your gifts yet. And I was like, "What are you what talking a weird about? Article. Why am I reading Perez Hilton?" <laughs> um, uh, but let's talk about who is Sophia Hutchins. Sophia Hutchins is a 21 year old uh, <laughs> person, college student, person, college student. Uh, uh, what what else? What is there to say about her? I think. Yeah, I was like, she doesn't really have an occupation because she's just. Well, a I think that they met in like, uh, like trans, like activist group, like because Caitlyn mm -hmm. like has like has hung out with, is hanging out with. I'm not really sure because she had the show where she like invited mm -hmm. a lot of like trans activists like on the show to like learn yeah. more stuff and like that was actually remotely interesting when it was when it was on. But that was the best. I mean, the best part about I am Kate was Caitlyn meeting yeah. other transgender women yeah. and just transgender people yeah. who have like been in the community for much longer and like active members yeah. sort of like telling Caitlyn, hey, you're being a nightmare. Quit acting like a nightmare. Right. Um, and and just... quit disrespecting our community. <laughs> yeah. So Caitlyn has been trying to be more woke. And blah, also blah, just blah, Caitlyn and yeah, it... showing Caitlyn as somebody who's willing to ask questions and be curious and like learn stuff. I don't I haven't I hadn't seen her. I haven't seen her like that since, really. But anyway, she has this like small community no. of of women that she hangs out with, and I think Sophia was like one of them. We don't obviously know a ton about like how they got together, but they're seen together no. all the time. Like they're together all the time. Yeah, they play golf together. They're in the car together. They go to dinner together. They do all sorts of things together. So of course, as it would for as it would for any celebrity couple, if you're seen together with someone all you're the dating. time, marriage rumors right. happen. But let's not forget. I mean, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is 64 years old. Sophia Hudgens is 21 is years old. 21. It's creepy. Like, who cares? Like, it's weird. no matter who they are, like, it's fucking weird. What is, what is the rule? It's like double plus seven or something like oh, that. Is that. What is the is rule? Is that the rule? Whatever the rule is, whatever the rule is that people that people go by on the internet, like, it it exceeds the rule. 
But whatever, they tell everyone that they're just friends, so they might not even be dating. They might just be friends, in which case, good. Meet young trans people, Caitlin. Um, But I will say, her story is actually sort of interesting Uh because Uh um, did you find this? She goes to Pepperdine, Uh which is another reason why people say they know each other because she goes to school sort of near where Caitlin lives. And we all know the rumors that Caitlin's very isolated. Caitlin lives in Malibu and she goes to Pepperdine. So you think they like ran ran into each other at like the Malibu whatever that place is everyone goes to or wherever like it would it would make sense that if you're in the small community in this particular area you would have the same friend totally anyway so uh there was a story in december of 2016 so before changing her name to sophia hutchins she went by scott hutchins and at this time she was still presenting as male which is why I'm using these pronouns that even says editor's note when being interviewed. Scott Hutchins stated he preferred the use of male pronouns, Mm -hmm. currently prefers female pronouns. But um, she at the time was president of student government at Pepperdine. Mm. So she was like very politically active, very into student government, and then had this sort of like, it was a big deal, it appears at Pepperdine, that she resigned and quit student government and quit school to do, to get her transition surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she wrote this... She didn't write an essay, but they wrote a piece about her and she gave a lot of quotes about like, um, I am being honest with myself. Like I decided to transition from male to female. It took a lot of thought, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that helped me decide was who watching, she says, watching Caitlyn Jenner's interview announcing her own gender transition on ABC's Mm. 2020. Um, So... It's sort of funny. It's funny in a way. This is not the same thing at all. But in a way, it reminds me of... um, Also, inspirational is very different from, like, object of one's, like, lust. But remember how, like, was it Ashton Kutcher saying that he had, like, Demi Moore's poster on his bedroom and then he married her? You know, that sort of thing? Same with Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise. Remember, that was her... Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise, That was her... uh, Oh, were you thinking of Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise? That was... That might be what I was thinking That was, like, her line. That was her line for a long time. She'd be like, I used to, like, he was my crush. And then we're married. That was weird. (laughs) But what I'm saying is this is sort of uh, a sweeter version of that, sure. you know, where it's like, this is why I sort of believe that they're just friends. Number one, because like, I, uh, it, it, I feel like we would know if, I feel like Caitlin would want to talk about a relationship actually. I don't know. Like, I can't tell. I don't know anything. I cannot tell. Um, I will say her Instagram is a wild her ride. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, her Instagram's amazing. Her Instagram's amazing. This is the bulk of the story. It's a wild ride. Her Instagram ride. is amazing. Let's just say her most recent photo is a picture of her in a bikini by the water, and it just says, jealousy suits you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's really mastered the art form of Instagram. Yes, um, yes, that is, what true. is the What was the really good one where she was, the one where she's sitting on the fur or like the like fur-ish fur chair. chair, and it says... She's sipping. She's sipping a drink. She's in a bikini. She looks amazing. She's sipping a like an orange drink out of a cocktail glass, and it says, "Asterisk replaces protein shake with vodka." Nice. It's just like she's like I'm. Fun. Let's just say that I'm she's so living the influencer lifestyle. <laughs> um, and she's slowly. She's also done some promo for Kylie Jenner's cosmetic line, which is really funny and seems. I like, mean, is it promo um, or is it like reaching out? A white flag or like a, what's a... Olive yes, branch? Is that what you said? You were just saying that, yeah. Yeah. The other photo that I really like is, and that proves that this friendship is real, is that she was playing golf with Caitlyn just four days ago. And, you know, the easiest way to Caitlyn Jenner's heart is on the golf course. Right? I mean, Caitlyn Jenner loves golf. 
That's Caitlyn Jenner's one true love. That's a thing. Anyways, so this is where we're at. I feel like I don't know. Caitlyn Jenner. The whole Kardashian is a dark place right now. Maybe Caitlyn Jenner was right to uh, strike out on her own and figure mm-hmm. that shit out. Um, uh, it's funny how Caitlyn Jenner, uh, you know, was. Uh, kind of harassed about the Donald Trump thing, but now Kanye, who's in the folds of Kardashian, is doing an even worse impression of that and in mm-hmm. a more confusing situation. And he's, you know, he's still in the fold. Anyways, it's just interesting. I mean, I know that Caitlyn was pushed out of the fold for not those reasons. Like, that had nothing to do with Trump. It had everything to do with that book. But I mean... If you go, the problem the problem with Instagram is that you can always keep scrolling. <laughs> so sometimes if you keep scrolling down Sophia Hutchinson's Instagram, there's a photo of her lying in a chaise lounge with a cardboard cutout of Donald Trump. So I, <laughs> I really don't know oh, what there to make is? of that one. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I just sent it to you. All right. So, right. you know. Let's just like move she's young, far away. She's young. From let's this. move on from <laughs> But we, let's just keep going. Hi, Haley Clay. Um, service forward. Um, question. Who is the diary of a fit mom official? How does she have time to comment on every single celebrity Instagram? And see, why does Instagram always show me her comment, even though I don't follow her? Okay, bye. Diary of a fit mom. I will say, you guys keep calling about so many people are calling about this woman like who is she like here's the thing before we even tell you who she is which like again does not matter um (laughs) here's the way that people on instagram get more followers on instagram they find more famous people and then they comment on their instagram that's how it works so when you see a comment on somebody's instagram that you follow like on kylie jenner's instagram someone comments like nice beautiful i love you then you are, you know, want to go look at their profile. Then maybe you'll follow them. Maybe you want. That is how people do that. That's why we were commenting. I love this place all over the what, the place. We need to do that. We need to do that. Yeah, more. It's, it's good. I want to get more followers via this. Really I want to follow Diary of a Fit Mom's lead and and get more followers. But I'm just telling you, like, because I do love this place. <laughs> you always love this place. I love this. So place. let's just start before we even say who she is. Let's just start there. This is a woman who is using her Instagram platform to comment on other people's Instagrams. That's why you see her everywhere. She must be very uh, busy. She's doing this all day long. You're seeing her everywhere. Who is she? Sia Cooper, aka Diary of a Fit Mommy. What does she go by? Diary of a Fit Mommy official. Yeah, Diary of a Fit Mommy. Um, she she originally was a nurse and a personal trainer. And then I was reading an interview with her in some, like, the hooiest website I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't even remember what it was called. But she says that in 2010, she was overweight. She was really, really depressed. And she drank a lot. She ate a lot of sugar and smoked a lot of cigarettes and ate a lot of junk food. And she started gaining weight. And she said she was 21 in 2010. So I guess what? She's 28 now. 27 or 28. Um, and she watched, what did she watch? Food Inc., Food Inc. is the like. What is that? I feel like it's such a cliche oh, at this point to watch Food Inc. Like, on Netflix and be like, "Whoa!" I, Whoa. I feel like it's like a, it's a, it's an indoctrination yeah. Cross tool. Yeah. So it's like the moment you watch Food Inc., you're like, "I gotta change everything about my entire lifestyle." Like that's the goal of Food Inc. And she did exactly what Food Inc. wanted her to do. Yeah. Um, she threw out all of her junk food. She made a clean eating list, and then she started a blog. And what happened? People started following her, and then. It's really, I, got, I think it's hard to, 
build momentum on a social platform. Like building the momentum is hard, but once you have it built, it's like impossible to stop. Mm -hmm. Like you will just keep gaining followers until the end of time. Mm -hmm. So once you reach a certain like critical, what is it? Like critical mass, not critical mass. Once you reach like a a certain speed, it just stops. It just, you you cross the threshold and you keep building them. So she probably started building them in like 2014, 2015. It's also kind of crazy how hashtagging like genuinely works in terms of getting you certain Mm -hmm. places. So if you are like, a demon. It's embarrassing, it's, but it it's works. embarrassing. If, if you're like a demon hashtagger, people will like troll those communities. And now you can follow hashtags on Instagram too. So it makes it even worse. Like you could follow like fit mommy style or like whatever you're following. And like if she was all over that, you would maybe like get into her stuff and follow her. Yeah. And so her whole thing is um, like the biggest part of her brand, like generally, broadly speaking, her brand is about clean eating and like being a woman and like how to exercise without going to a gym, blah, blah, blah. But the main point of her band, like the the thing that that is her like unique thing is being a really, really, really fit pregnant woman. So she's all about like having a six pack, even whenever she's seven months pregnant, you know, like being pregnant, taking the baby to Target, and then doing an exercise routine in the aisles, which is a video that I'd seen before, which is about a year and a half old. I just sent it to Lindsay. Do you remember this? No. <laughs> you don't remember this? Because no. it was like, it was all over people and stuff. No. So it's basically a video of her, and she's like, getting it done and at Target. Gotta always brand it. Getting it done and at Target, because it's the most magic place in the entire world. Most magic place in the entire world. Besides Disney World. So if you saw a weirdo working out in Target Calling today. Target the yep. most magic place in the world. Yeah, true weirdo. Yeah. That was me. Who needs a freaking gym? So she's doing squats in the aisle. She's doing, like, push-ups in the aisle. Um, and people are really... People got really mad at her. Why? Because they 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 interpreted it as, like shaming mothers who don't do this so it's like oh she makes it seem so easy so she's saying that if you don't do it you have no excuse blah 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 blah. but i really don't think that's her message though you know far be it for me to tell someone not to be annoyed by this woman because i could see myself being annoyed by this woman if i were pregnant there's like a deep hole of like mommy shaming pregnancy shaming like all the ways that you can like do anything basically publicly and people are like are you implying that i have to do that it's like no one's ever implying you have to do anything like why are you following this woman's instagram but i guess it's like Godspeed to you if you want anything to do with the pregnancy community because you are going to be entering a minefield with good reason. It's true. Because it's, true. it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And all I will say, I, I'm just going to say, I'm not a pregnant person, but I do go to Target. Oh, okay. So I, I can't be shamed by that. But if I encountered this woman at Target, I would say, please excuse me, Fit Mommy, but your workout routine is happening right in front of the Chip and Joanna Gaines Magnolia Home Isle, and I need to buy a, mag- a gigantic clock, so please stop doing squats in front of the Chip and Joanna Gaines Magnolia Home Isle. Ma'am. Excuse- ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. I start my own controversy. Fit Mommy dares to do squats in front of Chip and Joanna Gaines' aisle. I mean, there was a while, and I, I have a friend who was obsessed with these women where, and I'm not trying to shame them, but I, it was really funny. There were like three different women who what they were famous for was they were pregnant, but they didn't look pregnant. Do you remember this? It was like, <laughs> she's four years pregnant. And she like had a perfectly flat stomach and a six pack. And it's like, yeah, like I'm ready to give birth. And it's like, what? <laughs> Everybody was like obsessed with them. I swear to God, like it was a thing. There was like four of them at the same time. They really did not look pregnant. And that was the whole thing. And it was just like shocking mm-hmm. to even not pregnant people being like, how is this woman look like this if she's eight months pregnant? Which like mm, conspiracy theory, maybe she was never pregnant. Then a baby appeared. Who knows? 
Oh, that's your conspiracy theory? I fucking don't know. I was just like, this was like a, this was like a thing a few, maybe a year ago or something where all these women yeah. were like fit and pregnant, but in a way that felt like insane. This woman is less of that where she's just like pregnant. You can tell she's pregnant, but she's still like pushing that. But like, she's got like, like a weird, like an inflated six pack. It's like a, it's an interesting look. And so that's another it's one an of the first things that was getting her. <laughs> it's an interesting look. She's got um, one of the first things back. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's one of the <laughs> one of the first things that she got controversy for was um, for like doing full on at home workout routines while she was very pregnant. Right. Um, and people were like, "That's not safe for the baby." And then she was like, "Yes, it is. I'm a nurse." And so people were just like arguing back and forth, and no one wins in that conversation. And then she you could have as many doctors into a brand. You could have as many doctors as you want saying like it's healthy for the baby, or as many doctors being like it's not healthy for the baby, and like no one's ever gonna win that. But yeah, that's why she got followers, and that's all that matters. My favorite thing is is that her her featured in which I pasted in the doc is just like everything you need to know about this woman is what she proudly places on her featured in section on her blog. Right. Featured in ABC, a.k.a. Good Morning America. There's no way it's not Good Morning America. Cosmopolitan, Daily Mail, People, Us Weekly, and VH1. Okay? If you're proud of your Daily Mail coverage, you're on a different wavelength and I have no way to relate to you. This is the classic six. Come on. All she's got... VH1 does not belong in there. She should add in, like, featured in, like, the comments of, like, Kris Jenner's Instagram, the comments of Chrissy Teigen's Instagram, (laughs) the comments of, like, anyone who's alive and verified's Instagram because that's her new journey. We need to move on from her. Hi, Bobby Lindsay. Amy from Chicago calling. Um... I picked up a Star magazine this week to read on the plane, as one does, and saw that Who couple Brooke Burke and David Charvet are splitting after seven years of marriage. And I was trying to remember what they're even famous for. Like, I think, like, I can remember them being in some sort of fitness, uh, you know, infomercial type thing. Maybe he was on 90210 or some other kind of show like that i honestly have no idea so one can you also help me figure this out and two listen to this quote she gave after although i believe this is a positive change i'm saddened because i loved being married like is that shady she didn't say being married to him she just said she liked being married so i don't know brooke whatever go get some he seems like he might be a loser all right good form bell form bye that is really funny. I just like being married, but not necessarily to this person. <laughs> to be fair, like, I, I totally feel you. So Brooke Burke, she, like, goes back a, a while. Like, Brooke Burke is kind of, like, a classic, like, TV host. Like, she hosted mm-hmm. um, Wild On, which was that, like, pretty popular show Wild at the time. E. Yeah. Wasn't she a, she was, like, a model first, right? Yeah, she was a Playboy model. Then she hosted Wild On E. She won Dancing with the Stars. Like, who cares? And then she co-hosted Dancing with the Stars for a few years, too. Like, a host. Um, she has a website called modernmom.com. She does all the things. She had cancer, which she had surgery, and now it was, you know, she's fine. She has a workout video called like Butts or something. Uh, she has a company called Baboosh <laughs> Baby for pregnant women. We're back to pregnant women, of course. Blah, 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 blah. She's fine her husband her ex-husband is actually really interesting his name is david charvet right um he Mm -hmm. is french 
He was on Baywatch. <laughs> That's what you were thinking of. Uh, my favorite thing about him is in his Instagram, it says, Charvet and Brooke Burke, not to be confused with fellow Baywatch alum, Brooke Burns, have two children together. <laughs> Wikipedia, thank you so much. I was confused. So that's her husband. Not to be confused with Brooke Burns. So he was on Baywatch and Melrose Place, I guess. And then he moved back Iconic. to France and became a pop star. That's cool, right? <laughs> that's, I mean... Pivot from Baywatch to pop star, for, to international pop star is like a Yeah. Thing. So he went back home. He released a bunch of singles, including Should I Leave, a bilingual hit in French and English, number three in France. <laughs> I don't think it was a hit in, in America, but it was bilingual. It wasn't. It didn't start. Um, it, it didn't start in America. <laughs> he sold over 2.5 million albums, which is not bad, considering I still don't really know what he is or who he is. So... Anyways, they got a divorce. They've been together for a long time. They have two kids, one of which is named Heaven Rain. No judgment, but Bobby just judged. Sorry. That was a sneeze. I'm sorry. That was a judge. Um, And now Mm. they're getting a divorce. And, you know, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, there's really not much to say about that. But now you know, like, everything there is to know. I would say he's, like, definitely the the real sleeper of an interesting person here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And best of luck to them, I guess. Uh, a sleeper in the sense that I'm asleep after talking about him for just 30 seconds. Um, next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I just woke up and I was going to call you earlier and then I forgot, but I remem- remembered in my, I don't know what I'm saying. What is up with Katy Perry's trip to the Vatican? I know she's a them, but she took Orlando Bloom. Is he back on? And she's with some meditation guy, and he seems sketch. Is he sketch? Um, does everybody know Katie's back with Orlando? We've, he's a who, right? He got downgraded. Please advise. Um, love you guys. Um, bye. So there was an iconic photo where the Pope was uh, blessed to meet Katy Perry. The Pope got to meet Katy Perry. Mm-hmm, Huge for the Pope, mm-hmm. honestly. The Pope was finally introduced to some real spi- to some real spirituality in his life. The uh, by the grace of God singer graced uh, the Pope with her presence. <laughs> I could keep going, honestly. So I actually heard that that what did you know what the Pope was saying to Katie in that iconic what photo, was he right? Saying he said, "Il pendolo avrebbe dovuto essere un singolo." What's that mean? It means pendulum should have been a single. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. That's the worst joke. I hate you. Wait, did you look up? Did you translate that into a joke? I had to translate. Il pendolo avrebbe dovuto essere un singolo. Listen. Un singolo? Singolo. It's singolo. That's... Learns one Italian phrase, goes to Italy <laughs> to spread the word. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the, the, the like the host goes back and he's like those two American people like are being a nightmare and they aren't they don't speak any Italian but one keeps saying pendulum should be a single and I don't know what he means. <laughs> pendulum should have um, been a single. That's a fucking great song. Pendulum should have been a single. So I couldn't find the name of this meditation person that she was with, but she was in Italy to speak at a meditation conference because she, like so many famous people, are really into not just meditation, but transcendental meditation, which is... that is, um, I would, is that Rajneeshi? Did they do that? 
It's not Rajneeshi. Okay. It's but it's like a it's it's mantra based. Mm. Uh, so like so I you know chant over and over again. Pendulum should have been single, and then yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if that's if that's your mantra, then yeah. Well, so like I have friends who taken Thank the, you. the actual classes, <laughs> and it's like I have friends who've taken transcendental meditation classes, and they're very very expensive, and they're really intense. And I would like to do it, but I, I don't want to spend the money on it. Oh, um, you do? Because I too, I actually do like meditating, and so that's Katie's new cause, like her cause of the moment yeah. is that she treats her anxiety with meditation, sure. which good for you if it works. Um, but now, now she's like really leaning into it. So she's doing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work on meditation. Okay, but how and does that relate to the Pope? Um, she just went. Oh, but the Pope they is just different went. while than they that. were there. It was completely different. It had nothing to do with meditation. Okay, was, Are you kidding me? The Pope doesn't want anything. That's what I was saying. I was like, it's Katie's like leaning into meditation, but then she's like over like talking to the Pope. But she was there for this thing called the United to Cure Conference, um, which I couldn't even tell you what that is about. But she was just with the the regular people. Like, she was in a crowd with normals, but she just happened to be in the front because she was celebrity. Do you think the Pope knew she was Katy Perry? Do you think the Pope... So that's what I was going to say. A quick game of I don't know her. Did the Pope know who Katy Perry was? I say no. I say yes, because I feel like he was briefed about the uh, the convent unpleasantness. Oh, because she killed a nun. Be- she... <laughs> do you think Do you think he was, like, we can forgiving her? Do you remember that that one... Do you remember that one lawyer was like, oh, well, I'm going to take it to the Vatican. I'm going to take it to the Vatican. Not the Pope necessarily, but I feel like he might. If There's a good chance Katie's that he knew about convent this. convent thing got to the Pope, that's a true way. Like, that's crazy that it would get that escalated. That's like getting to the Supreme Court with like, you know, if the McDonald's coffee burned your, t- burned your tongue or something. Yeah, well, that one lawyer said that they were going to do it. So I'm sure that the lawyer actually tried to reach out whether or not the Pope got the memo. I so don't know. So is that why but Katie I, was there getting a, getting approval? She was like, nice to meet you. I feel you. like it couldn't And hurt. then she said in Italian... Can I have the convent? Just say yes. Just say yes. It's fine. This is not my Just say yes. Even if it was, because Katie is religious, like Katie is Christian. But even if it wasn't an explicit like, hey, please give me the convent, I feel like it may have made her feel better. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Katie felt guilt and like she needed to atone for something, you know? Because that nun died in court. Catherine Hudson is religious. Katie Perry uh, is spiritual. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Which was a bonus track. Okay. <laughs> Co-written oh by John God, Mayer. I love spirit. But this is not what you spirit. were asking. This is not the question that this person was asking. The question is, is Orlando Bloom a who yes. again? Yes, he is. Was he ever a them? Eh. Maybe. I feel like uh, Lord of the Rings and Pirates of the Caribbean are sort of... Mm, 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 mm. Are they, what am I trying to say? Are they red herrings? I don't know. They're, it's like, they're trying to make you think that he's <laughs> a them, but I don't think he ever actually was <laughs> a them. red herrings. Well, whatever he was, he is a who, because now Katy Perry dwarfs him completely. They're back together. I'm actually kind of happy. I feel like they're a good couple. Like, he's, like, sleazy, and she likes sleazy, and, like, he, yeah. he like, dumped her, and, like, fig- and then kind of realized, like, oh, I'm really not going to find anyone better. She's, like, fun, and, like, he's sort of accepts like a, me for my sort shitty of like self, a, you know? He's like a, a, a non-problematic sleazy, you know? Like yes. A, he's like a sleazy yes. without, like, real problems. The sleaziest thing, like, that I can ever pin on him is that photo of him and Selena Gomez w- of sitting on the curb, which is... Oh, the best photo the of best all time. The best photo of all time, but also very dark, very suspicious, and very <laughs> sleazy. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. Also, also his also his iconic dick pics. Oh, those Which two. he was proud of. Well, remember when they went paddle boarding and he just, like... It wasn't even a dick pic. It was just like, here's my dick. 
And he was he, he was very proud of it, and Katie was happy with it. She was so, like, "Yeah, here's you know his what? dick." <laughs> Cheers um, to that couple. I I like them together. I still call them Plume. He's definitely a who. This might be a controversial opinion, but Orlando Bloom is a who. No, he's, he's a most who. famous for what? He's most famous for Lord being Rings. part of an ensemble cast. Sorry, that doesn't get you them points if you're part of an ensemble cast. Um, being being a more famous person's partner. Sorry, and having a dick pic. You're a who? Wait, what's he done recently? Anything? I don't know. He's still working out. That's all okay, I know. Okay, great. He's working out and great. And now he met the Pope. Awesome. It's a pendulum. It all comes back around. It all goes back to who? It's a pendulum. It all goes back around. It's a pendulum. It all goes back to who? So I think think we're gonna have to end now because yikes this is a long episode thank you so much uh our may show is basically sold out there are still a couple Hell tickets left you should try to come to the may show if you want to yeah but if not buy tickets to our june so because that's selling out quickly too yeah make sure you get um, tickets. also don't forget our royal wedding watch um ticket selling steadily as far as we know um, it's Saturday, May 19th from 7 to 9. Iconic. The Venn diagram of people who want to wake up at 7 a.m. and the and Who Weekly fans is a real is a real troll on us, let's just say. We're really figuring out <laughs> where we fall in the early risers. <laughs> the early risers. It was really funny. We were getting a we were getting a tour of the venue and the very nice woman who works at Freehold was like, and you know, like depending on how many people come, we'll, we'll set up we'll set up the space like this if a lot of people come and we'll set up the space like this if you know, like uh, fewer people come. And like, we were both like <laughs> So it's gonna be fun regardless. Um it, in case you're nervous, it it's not empty. I'm no, not gonna no, give you a full number, like, but it's not empty. At it's gonna be a comfortable least crowd. Double digits people coming. <laughs> I think we'll have triple digits. Yeah, I think we'll have a hundred people. I think we'll have a hundred people. I think we'll have a hundred people. And once again, thank you for rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Call us in at six one nine who them, and we will see you on Monday. No Tuesday. Oh my God, we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. And and bye. Yeah. Bye. bye. You will say that. Hi, Who Weekly. So I, like, just called, but I also wanted to let y'all know that you made my um, favorites list in my phone, which consists of, in this order, my mom, my dad, a pizza place, and then you. End of list. I just wanted to congratulate you on this accomplishment. Okay, bye. That was a headgum podcast.